Are you an adventurer looking to take your hunt to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to East Meets West Hunt with your host, Bo Martonic. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the East Meets West Hunt podcast brought to you by Onyx. This will be part two of the the podcast with Chris Derrick and Sicky Gear. But first, let's hear from you know some of the features I love within the Onyx Hunt app. So if you have no cell service, it's not a problem. So even though this GPS app is on your phone, you don't need internet connection. You don't need that to be able to to be able to use it. You can download the maps ahead of time, go in the field, have it on airplane mode, and you can access it from anywhere in the world. I'll be using it north of the Arctic Circle in Alaska here in a couple months, and it's just a really uh, cool way of being able to do that and turning your phone into you know, a mobile GPS. So if you want to check out the Onyx Hunt app, head over to onyxmaps.com. Use the coupon code EMW. That'll save yourself 20% off of the app. The University of Elk Hunting. So Corey Jacobson, Elk 101, have put together the most comprehensive and complete resource for increasing your elk hunting knowledge, confidence, and hopefully your success. Right now is a great time to be learning the elk hunting knowledge because you can have all the gear in the world you can do you know everything else that you want to you can be in the best shape of your life but if you're not learning how to hunt elk and elk behaviors and everything else then you're really missing out on you know some opportunities so the university of elk hunting online course has just about everything from beginning to end for elk hunting so head over to elk101.com if you're interested in the online course. Use the coupon code East Meets West. That will save yourself 20% off of a one-year membership. And Tethered. So Tethered is built of a team of saddle hunting fanatics with a, a passionate addiction to whitetail hunting. So they're out to seek. They want to accomplish two different missions. They want to spread the love uh, for the saddle hunting you know, to the community and also design and engineer the world's best saddle hunting equipment. That's it, period. They just want to do that and make the community better. And they'll do that through the resources and videos to educate you on saddle hunting. And then also by building some of the best lightweight, safest gear on the planet. Head over to tethernation.com, check out everything, educate yourself, learn about saddle hunting, and uh, give it a try for yourself. Okay, so this is part two of the the podcast with Chris Derrick. So if you haven't listened to episode 135, which was part one, head back and listen to that first, where we laid the foundation on learning how to build a system. And this one, we're going to get into mostly talking about the new Sicky Gear Waytail Hunting Packs, all the details that go within it the testing process that I was lucky to be a part of with Chris uh, with the new cargo box, which is the mobile hunting pack from Sika um, that I've been working on for the last three years. Super pumped to see that come to fruition. And also, you know, some of the other new packs and, and gear coming out this year. So really, really exciting time there. And as I talked about on the last episode, doing a giveaway. So I'm giving away, we'll teaming up with Sitka, we're going to give away a new Stratus jacket, the new redesigned Stratus jacket, and a cargo box pack. 
We're going to do two separate winners here. So head over to my personal Instagram at bowmartonic, bow.martonic, and follow the instructions to enter there. If you're on Facebook, head over to the East Meets West Outdoors Facebook page, follow the instructions there. And then also you can leave a rating review on Apple Podcasts, place an order at eastmeetswesthunt.com, or lastly, which is your fifth way to enter, is to sign up for the email list at eastmeetswesthunt.com. So once you go over to the website, it'll have a little pop-up box that when you sign up for that email list, you'll get all the, you know, a weekly email. I'm not going to spam you. Just a weekly email that goes through the new content that I'm putting out from the podcast, YouTube videos, writing articles, and then also some deals um, from partners. Keep that into one email, one short email per week and, you know, shoot that out. And so there's five different ways you can enter and you can have up to five entries in it if you do all five. So, Check that out. Again, Instagram, Facebook, leave a rating review on Apple Podcasts, any order placed on my website, and then also signing up for the email list. So I encourage anyone to, if you're going to look at Siki Gear, shop at a local dealer like Bucks and Bows, where I used to work in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But if you don't have any local dealers available and uh, you know you want to order online, well then please use the the link the link over on my website. So if you go to eastmeetswesthunt.com/partners or just click on the partners tab on the website and then click on the the Sika logo, I make a small commission off any purchases through Sika Gear by using that link. It's a, a way I've dealt as you see with some of these coupon codes and special links that really helps me be able to you know, get a little bit back as far as putting into um, this podcast here. And uh, just like I said, I really appreciate that and appreciate the support. But um, anyways, enough talking here. Let's keep this short and sweet and jump right back into part two with Chris Derrick of Sick of Gear. We, we did a podcast back in January when we were out at Owen's place. Um in Ohio, and we were talking about um, this new pack, this new mystery pack that uh, we've been, well, that you've de- developed, and I've helped field test with you and work on for the last three years. And now we can actually say the name of it: the cargo box. <laughs> it's nice. I slept it into the old one, but I did it coded. So <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That 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 project. Yeah, you did say that you you said, "Oh, it can carry a lot of cargo," and said it kind of drawn out so that everyone would get. Um, and and then uh, you let me, you know, sneak some photos out. Actually, I've shared probably ten photos of it in the last six months and or even longer. And uh, it's been generating a lot of questions. Just I just did a, a YouTube video going through the those Timber Ninja sticks and. I had the pack in there and it was uh people what is that can you talk about it yet i was like nope just give me a little bit another month <laughs> so here we are let's let's hear about this new cargo box yeah so first of all thank you for all your input on this um bo and i've been working on this i want to say nearly three years since i met you and we didn't feel that it was ready to bring out like we've been working on it and we were like 
not yet, not yet. It's not right. And so we held it an extra year to, to do some more work. Um, and what this pack is, is it's our largest capacity pack. So it's 2,200 cubic inches, uh, has about uh, 23 storage compartments. Um, and the way that it's set up is if you're a camera person, it's got a lot of, you know, storage positives for your lenses. Um, if you're a mobile tree stand hunter, uh, the great thing about that is it can carry your sticks in the side wings. Um, and I filmed like a how-to video on how to use this pack with bow that we'll have available later on before this fall uh, out on the website, I'm, I'm told from the marketing team. Um, and so the side wings can hold either like a rifle if you want them to, or if you're running, you know, sticks, you can run your sticks in those. And then the stand, uh, the back of the frame separates from the main compartment of the pack. So if you're running a tree, traditional tree stand system, you can run like and stick your, you know, like a lone wolf style or, you know, uh, um, you know, if you've got a portable millennium or, 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 or hawk style uh, stand, you can stick all of those in the back of the, the pack. And then it's way easier to take apart and put back together than the old system. Um, and or if you're running a saddle, what Bo and I were doing is we just run the sticks on the side. Are your is your house on fire, Bo? Oh, can you hear that in the background? <laughs> Sorry, there's must be a fire truck going by. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> and the way that Bo really taught me to run this is he kind of modified it. Is if you're running a saddle, he put the sticks in the side wings, and then he put the platform on these two hypalon straps, and the bottom one would just slip through; it wouldn't actually even be connected. It'd be kind of just seat behind the strap. And then the top strap would come through the ports and basically you would just walk up to the tree, unclip one strap and then hook his, um, you know, saddle platform to his hip. And then we'd set our sticks and go on up. So I, I started using that. And then we've talked a lot about like packing in your bibs and your your um, uh, your jacket, especially for larger guys that maybe are XL or double XL or even three X uh, on those. Uh, you know, they can't fit, but maybe a jacket inside of their pack and, you know, then everything's taken up. So now on the top of the bottom of the pack are, are basically hidden straps that deploy out and you can, you can wrap up your, you know, your, your bibs and your jacket to the bottom and top of the pack. And then the front lid comes down and then we even have like a hidden blaze flag that comes out. So if you're walking in to the stand uh, and you're covering up the back of your orange vest you can actually deploy this vest, this blaze flag out, hook it around the back of the pack, and then you don't lose your blaze coverage going in. You you keep your minimum yeah. square inches. Yeah, you Pennsylvania hunters know how important that can be. <laughs> duck, duck and cover season. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um, those those are some great um, you know design. We just we learned a lot from doing the first one. Um, you know, if you've got a camera arm, it'll hold your camera on pretty well in there too. Uh, it's just basically a scaled down version at 1800 cubic inches. Um, and, uh, and then it doesn't have the waist belt that the cargo box has for, for carrying all that weight in. Um, but you know, it holds your water bottle, uh, way better than the old one does. Um, and you know, has the drop down lid, the strap. So a lot of little improvements, uh, and you know, stayed at the same price of uh, two hundred and fifty bucks. 
Yeah, so then the, the cargo box and the, the tool bucket, and you know, by looking at them, you know, are the are the interior of the two um, very similar? Pretty similar. And if you had the old toolbox or tool bucket design, they're not going to depart too much from our traditional bucket style design. That's something that's really unique to Sitka. Uh, you know, the compartments are built inside of this pack. There's the back of the compartment now has uh, way more storage, like individual slots for the inside. So I'll keep my snips in there. I'll keep like an Ozonics in there, uh, you know, um, uh, saw, maybe, you know, some gloves or, or a grunt tube. But all of those are inside of there. And now when you actually hang it by the lid, too, on both the cargo box and the tool bucket, full off the fade coverage. So no more like solid black mesh panel. It's actually a, an off the fade mesh that we're using. So full concealment. Yeah. And so I want one thing, you know, I want to go back to um, specific, excuse me, specifically the cargo box. That was the one I used the most and, and worked with you on is, you know, you were talking about strapping things to the top and the bottom of it going in, you know, I, I the way that I would explain this pack to people is, it has a lot of functionality like you would see out of a Western pack, almost like a big game pack. It carries loads well. You know, you can pack in your tree stand in between the the frame and the bag. You can strap your extra clothes the top and bottom. Almost think about like what's say a Western pack, putting your sleeping bag on the bottom. You know, you can do that with your Fanatic jacket or maybe your Fanatic vest, Stratus jacket, bibs, whatever that might be. All that stuff there. But then it has the functionality of a whitetail pack so when you're in the tree stand you're able to easily access everything you have that bucket design that you know you've come to know with the the old tool bucket and toolbox style all that is there and easily accessible but like i said you're you're comfortable being able to do it and one feature that that's different on the cargo box from the old tool bucket is that it almost has, I don't know if this is the correct term for this, but almost like a load lifter style to it where it has a strap that comes up from your shoulder straps to the pack. And say if I was carrying a traditional tree stand in, um, if you're using a lone wolf, the way you ran it, Chris, and taught me to use it is you put your lone wolf stand in between, say, the the pack and the frame. You run that strap up through to the the pack on the other side, and you can cinch it tight. You can cinch that tight up to there. And the way I ran it when I was using the the Hawk helium stand was I'd actually wrap that load lifter strap up around like the kind of metal mesh that goes on the the platform of the stand, and put it up a little bit of an angle higher, like I would say my my mountain hauler big game pack so that it gives you some load lifting capabilities, being able to pull that stand close to your back and kind of in a downward motion that takes a little bit of weight off your shoulders. So, and then by having the the belt style there, you can run that right on your hip bone and be able to really carry weight extremely well. Um, so that, that was one you know feature that I personally loved about it you know it's something that you know i had for a while used a big game pack for a lot of whitetail hunting because i wanted that load lifting capabilities but with this it's you know you get the best of both worlds it's not so you know another question from people looking at the pack is is this going to be able to haul meat and i have not hauled meat with it yet but i would not be afraid to 
I don't, it's not going to be as comfortable as say, uh, you know, a mountain hall or pack or, you know, some sort of a big game framed system pack, but it does have the capability of being able to do that with a, with a, um, sling that's in between the, the frame, the, what I'm calling it a frame, but the frame in the, the bag and being able to strap that to it, you can definitely take out from a whitetail standpoint, hind quarter, maybe even a shoulder with that on the way out. Um, I, I don't, you're not going to get a whole deer out in one load, but you're able to do it that way with all of your gear. And also on that hip belt, that new water bottle holder, that was something that was like the, one of the biggest things for me. And, you know, and I, I told you that back when we were on the first version of it, you know, it's got to be able to fit an algae and, uh, having an algae bottle in there is, you know, being able to have it right there available, not having to take your pack off to get to your drink. Say you're walking into your standaways and you, you want to be able to take a drink. It's right there, easily accessible on your left hip. Um, like you're not reaching back, trying to pull it out and then you can't get it back in. This is super simple and easy. And it also has a little flap in there with a drawstring. You can pull it out and you could toss a regular water bottle in there and cinch it down. So you don't lose that either. So that's where the, the capabilities of that, that simple feature has been, I think is, is really cool and helpful for us, you know, and you know, it fits the, the East meets West Nalgene bottle. Perfect. So I, I think that, you know, they yeah. need to go hand in hand. <laughs> well, you actually credit you all on that. Cause you were the one, uh, that, I mean, you remember how many rounds of protos we were getting with that, uh, <laughs> trying to get that water bottle holder right and then yeah. so that but that i do credit that that's something that you in the feedback uh we we incorporated in there and i do love it it's you can just drop it right in and it's worked itself into the other pack uh, i'll go over in a minute that has uh water bottle holders um the other thing too is on on the hip belt of the cargo box too is like a, a wind indicator so if you think about it, you're walking in normally that's when you're checking your wind, right? You're trying to see your approach, make sure everything's good for that. So it's all right there, uh, accessible on the hip belt. Um, and then the chassis of this thing, like you said, is like built like as a load. This is not like a whitetail pack we tried to shove it onto. This is the chassis to be able to handle the loads that we've carried. I mean, I've stacked two stands and eight sticks on this. I don't recommend that everyone does that. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, when we were going through the field test process, like, I wouldn't say I was super comfortable, but, like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of stands and sticks to run yeah. in plus a full load in this thing. And, you know, I probably did four miles in that, uh, just running it around during, actually, elk season here, uh, setting up uh, stands over wallows. So, yeah. uh, that's, that's what I did last year before I discovered the saddle. Um, so I'll flip to the saddle for that for this year. Yeah. <laughs> My wallet spot. Well, yeah, you, and you and I, when we were carrying in sticks for Dan, when you were filming here in November, each of us were running six sticks on the side of our packs, plus the stand. And I think a couple times you might have carried two stands in at a time. You know, like so when I when I was saying about the the meat thing, I had never, I have not tried it yet, so I don't want to say with full certainty. But in reality, I think it's very capable. <laughs> Yeah, I I think uh, you'd have to get a little bit creative, uh, but I I have no problem saying that it could be done. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I think that's really good. And 
know, the reason I did that is to carry all those stands. And like you said, for my buddy, you know, he didn't have the pack. So I carried in stands for him and me. Um, so, yeah. you know, all in one. So, um, so that's the, uh, those two packs also going with them. Uh, we do have a reversible pack cover. That's a rain cover. Uh, so one side's off to fade with kind of like a brush quiet textile for it in the stand. If it's raining, you can put them on either the cargo box or the tool bucket. Uh, but then when you're walking in and it's raining, or even just if you're always walking in too, uh, one side's blaze orange. So you can wrap the whole pack in blaze orange for your hike in. And that's the reversible pack cover. Mm-hmm. That um, the, uh, it's it, the material on the outside of that is similar to like the downpour. If um, anyone it is. has that. Super quiet. Yep. Very quiet. Yep. Um, so you can add that to your kit if you want it. Uh, a great way to, to add rain cover to it and, and some really easy to use blaze coverage. Um, and then the last pack we have, we've, we've done a lot for whitetail, so this is a little long, but uh, the tool belt. Uh, this one, by honest, is become a totally unexpected fan favorite of people. Uh, it's 600 cubic inches. So if you're running gun style, uh, you can have a tiny little pack profile at 600, but it holds a lot. Uh, it's got, you know, your hip belt uh, that runs very similar to the chassis of the cargo box. So it carries a load super well. Two water bottle holders. So uh, one side can hold your, you know, east meets west Nalgene bottle. You like that? <laughs> yeah, and, there you uh, go. <laughs> the other side, uh, your empty Gatorade bottle uh, if or, you know, like a pee bottle. So the constant debate, pee or pee not, pee off the tree stand. Uh, that uh, is available uh out there and you can take either of them off if you want to as well so they're removable and this thing's like think of like a mini bucket so if you're familiar with the toolbox or the tool bucket designs that are out there now uh, a lid design on it that's like just a smaller bucket uh you know with a single storage compartment that's mesh on the inside so if you hang it by the lid but then what's neat about this is you can flip the pack around to the front side and open it the other way so it's a double way lid so if you wanted to sit in your stand with all your like snacks and your goodies like right on your hips if you're just like especially for rifle hunting uh you could sit there and you know munch on pop charts all day long and it's all like right there in front of you uh (laughs) and then uh and then you know you can slip it around and then the bottom of the pack um can you can nest antlers on it most antlers i'll say will nest on it very nicely using some side straps and, uh, and some bottom despo- deployable straps. Uh-huh. And then there's a sleeve across the bottom of the pack that holds a bow arm holder. So if you walk up to your tree stand, you can literally like get to your steps, walk up, uh, get to the top of the tree, screw your, you know, your, your bow anger arm in, climb up the tree, you know, and, and, uh, and set it there all without having to pull anything up into the tree with you. Um, so that's, one way you can get up. And then the last thing on that one is the fact that it has like a removable mesh stuff sack that you can add. You can either run the stuff sack all on its own just by pulling the straps out and hooking them to the meta gate buckles, or you can attach them to the hip pack. But what's great about this is like later season hunts where you got to pack in your fanatic jacket in your bibs, you can stuff those in there. And then when you get to your stand and put them on, you can just put the mesh stuff sack away 
and it's tiny. It doesn't take up hardly any space. Um, so it allows you to reduce your profile in the stand. So that's really what's made this, this pack a, a whole lot of fun uh, to develop. Um, and just think about everything I'd want in a small running gun style hip pack. Um, and so that's the tool belt. Yeah, and th- that's a pack that I never thought that I would have a whole lot of use for. And I've been using it a ton, especially for running cameras and scouting for me. Or if, like, say, if I had a fixed stand, it's perfect. It holds everything you would need in there. Um, the the two external pockets, I usually throw my Nalgene in the one, and I'll run. I'll actually even stuff a camera in the other one that I can pull out as I'm going. Say I'm walking into a spot and I want to hang a camera real quick. Don't want to take a lot of time. I can pull it out of that side pocket, get it up, keep moving. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really cool thought out pack and, and that little mesh thing that goes on your back there is awesome for, you can stuff a lot of stuff in there. Like I, I didn't, by looking at it, you wouldn't expect that you could fit, you know, a fanatic jacket and stuff in there, but it's, um, it's a really, really neat feature. Yeah, I could, I mean, I could fit a Celsius midi, a fanatic vest and a stratus jacket all in that uh, little stuff sack because it compresses down so well. Um, and you know, that's, that's one of the stuff. And I know a lot of guys are even using it, uh, I gave it to Turkey season running around <laughs> with that thing, uh, because, uh, it's so good for that. So, uh, for that hip style, style design. So that's, um, that, you know, so those are all the new packs, uh, that we developed. So there's, there's this literally like, if you want a quiet pack, you got the fanatic, you want a small minimalist pack running gun, you got the tool belt. A journalist pack that's just like your everyday use pack you got the tool bucket and then your carry everything in cargo box those are your your four packs inside of the sickle whitetail line so there mm-hmm. should be something for just about everybody depending on your style of hunt because you know if you ask one person what they want or the next person it's going to be a little bit different especially when it comes to packs yeah yep that's that's for sure and then that's that rounds out the 2020 whitetail gear, doesn't it? It does, except for the women's. Uh, we did redesign the women's fanatic to match okay. the Berbers, but we do want to go ahead and introduce it for this year. Uh, the one thing I'll say is the same audible engagement distance, hearing ports because the women's has the hood in it, uh, and then um, it allows uh, women to be able to use aftermarket um, relief devices like Go Girl or Tinkle Bell. Basically, they don't have to get out of the stand uh, to go use the restroom. Like they can just go like a dude. So oh. that's the, uh, the women's design. And uh, I, I did not uh, design that. A team of women uh, came up with that. But uh, I, I have to say it's it's uh, it's really cool to see a group of people come together, you know, and highlight a problem. And, um, you know, that was a truly women led solution. On, and that's why we didn't bring it out with the men's. We're going to make sure that this thing is truly designed for women's needs. That's awesome. Yeah, the, the the women's gear is definitely, you know, second to none. And and with because of having all that, you know, great team of, you know, women that have helped you guys out with the with the whole process. And it's cool to cool to see that. Yeah, we actually had a, a, a consumer email customer service complaining about this problem right as I started this project. So uh, Marie got actually, uh, pulled into the field test. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's funny. It's like, 
just she happened to email our customer service complaining about this type of stuff and nobody's thinking about what women need. And so she instantly became a part of the advisory crew for this. <laughs> That's funny. Yep. Well, cool. But uh, so that's everything for 2020. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. There's a there's a lot of stuff, and just like when you think that uh, you know it's it's all been done. There's been some really cool updates, like you said, to the Strata system, the the pack systems, and everything. You know, that's it's it's really cool to see just continuous innovation. And um, Chris, I want to thank you for allowing me to be a part of the the field testing portion and. And as I, as I joke to you about, I'm your, I'm your dummy with things, right? Oh, well, I've always said that about you. <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, it's been really good. And I appreciate you uh, taking me last year out to uh, Pennsylvania. I learned a lot about, um, you know, public land hunting and the style that you're doing up there. You know, that's, that was an area that uh, I've hunted a lot of different places, but I'd never actually done the uh, Pennsylvania public land hunting thing um being from where i was in the south so it, it was it was really cool to see that style that you had up there and, and be able to learn um uh what we need to do to even make it better for, for everyone up there that's in your area cool i i hope that uh you get to come out again or or want to come out again because you're always welcome to come back and do some hunting i'm i'm there i'm game <laughs> awesome and, but the one thing you got to leave at home is those giant rattling antler set that you brought from the office. <laughs> uh, my Iowa, my Iowa uh, bureau set. So yeah, that uh, was a bit much for those. So back, yeah, back to a smaller setup. But I brought it for pictures. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Chris, where can um when it, when is this stuff going to be released? Because I know that. Uh, I'm I'm going to be releasing this podcast a little bit before it uh, fully comes out, but where, when is it going to be released and where can people find uh, the information on it? So uh, like if you're, if you're going ahead and um, uh, looking for stuff on the website, obviously sickygear.com um, will have information on this. Uh, the products will be available to until July 10th. Um, so, you know, those are, uh, places that uh, you can go be able to find stuff online. Uh, if you're local in PA, you know, you've got uh, Bucks and Bows, you've got Lancaster, you know, so if you want to go in and visit either of those local retail shops, uh, I know both those those groups are super knowledgeable. Uh, and, you know, there's a bunch more around the eastern area up right there, but I was just trying to highlight a couple right in your backyard uh, that, that you could go in and take a look at. So, you know, go look at our Sika uh, retail locator. Um, and, you know, if you want to go in and see the stuff in person and purchase it from them, that's uh, a really great place to go. Nobody can sit down and walk you through the line like uh, somebody at, at one of those stores. So, Awesome. Well, thank you, Chris. I appreciate you coming on again and for your, I don't know, fourth or fifth episode that you've been on the podcast here. So I think, I think, I think you're going to retire. I think I'm done talking to you. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> uh, just kidding you're, you're always always welcome on the talk and and like i said thanks for educating everyone on on building the system and some of the new products well thanks everyone for your support all right we'll see you chris 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of East Meets West Hunt with your host, Bo Martonic. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit eastmeetswesthunt.com, Facebook at East Meets West Outdoors, and Instagram at East Meets West Hunt. If you enjoyed today's episode, please review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time.